the Americans determined attitude and said destiny that they were going to expand westward coast to coast in North America. Over 50 years from 1803 through 1853, Americans expanded all the way to the Pacific coast, conquering land and people's heritage. They wanted to spread their traditions and establishment and show other nations their way. America thought the only way the country would function was to make all people like them. That is why it was their so-called destiny to expand, because God had blessed them with so much expansion before, so they took it as their need to impose on unsuccessful nations and change their ways. Their outlook inside westward expansion, Native American removal, and war with Mexico. America basically conquered and took all of this land for making treaties and purchases. The first one that started expansion was the Peace Treaty of Paris, which showed the early borders starting to form for the United States. Next was the Louisiana Purchase, which contained 828,000 square miles of land bought from France that was only four cents per acre. Then the 1818 Convention and Treaty settled the borders with Canada, and then the adam Onish Treaty made a boundary between the United States and present-day Mexico. The Oregon Treaty came next, which settled the land division of Oregon between Great Britain and America. The next treaty settled with the Webster-Ashburton Treaty, the 1848 Treaty of Guadalupe, and the Gadsden Purchase. So the name. It was coined by John L. Sullivan in the Article of Annexation of Texas. It was published in the July-August edition of the United States Magazine and Democratic Review. John L. Sullivan was one of the people that edited this magazine, so that would explain why he is given so much credit. The term Manifest Destiny as a whole was a belief that Anglo-Saxons, also known as whites, needed to expand across North America. They wanted to expand not only in land, but upgrade liberty and opportunities for each individual. O'Sullivan claimed, our manifest destiny to overspread the continent allotted by providence for the free development of our yearly multiplying millions. I wanted to know a primary account for, from this time, so I read a letter written by the government when manifest destiny was taking place. It said that the American men are about to explore the unknown, unseen parts of the world. He says that this land is destined for them and only them alone. Going on, the author says how North American geographics will make a perfect economy. Lastly, he says how the whites have accomplished so much in the past 500 years by making colonies and expanding, etc. So it is a known fact that it is their destiny to do great in this world. This letter sums up how the Americans viewed other classes and how they thought they were superior. And everything belonged to them. Okay, I'm going to be talking about Manifest Destiny and how it affected the Native American Removal Act and the Mexican-American War. So, Manifest Destiny played a huge role in causing the Native American Removal Act, and the Indians decided to give up and move to the West. This happened between 1831 and 1833, when approximately 15,000 Choctaws had to move from their homelands in Mississippi to areas west of Oklahoma. And Manifest Destiny is this idea of expanding territory, which would give the colonists a better life. This idea revived a sense of duty as Americans to expand their continent further. The Trail of Tears relates to the concept of Manifest Destiny because it was all about expansion for the American settlers and forcing the Native Americans to move westward. The Americans wanted to spread their lands to the Mississippi River, the Native Americans had to journey through harsh conditions with many men, women, and children that had to die along the way. The Native Americans' way of life was affected greatly by the colonists. Their population suffered greatly. The Americans took away all of the North American continent except 2% that still belonged to the American Indians. Many stayed back in Mississippi because they did not want to leave their homelands, and colonists forced them to become U.S. citizens and follow their laws. 
The Mexican-American War also was an effective manifest destiny. The war was the first time the U.S. had a conflict on foreign soil. President James K. Polk believed the United States had a manifest destiny, which was to expand across the continent to the Pacific Ocean. Mexico did not have a strong enough military to defend themselves against the United States and was unprepared for the attacks. At the time, only about 75,000 Mexican citizens lived in Rio Grande. This war all started because the United States did not accept Mexico into the Union, and in 1836, just briefly, Texas achieved its freedom from Mexico. Mexico was encouraging border raids and warning that any efforts towards annexation would cause a war. After Polk's election in 1844, the annexation plans were put into place. At first, it was a little battle on the border of Rio Grande, which led to more battles that the United States gained many victories. Both nations were going in different directions. The U.S. was flourishing with ideas of expansion and new technological advances with Mexico and struggling to maintain control over their territory they inherited from Spain. And also, they were a newly independent country. This war greatly affected Mexico economically, and recovery was difficult. Mexico's military system was not able to protect their borders against other countries. So, in the end, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo was signed and the war was over. Mexico agreed to sell California because of the annexation of Texas and their territory north of Rio Grande for $15 million, plus costs for damages. All of these events contributed to the cause of the Civil War. Today I'll be talking about Manifest Destiny, the economic loss in the United States, why people wanted to move west, and how Manifest Destiny created tension for the Civil War to start. Manifest Destiny is the reason the people of the United States wanted to expand and move westward. The reason that the colonists wanted to move west was because they wanted to get more land and claim a better economy for the United States. There was an economic loss in the United States from 1837 to 1842, but the people saw it as an opportunity to move west to find a better lifestyle instead of leaving the economy in a rut. The financial crisis in the United States started in 1837 and it began to get worse and worse throughout the years. This crisis lasted around seven years but had a brief pause on the economy loss in 1838. However, this did not last long. Prices and wages went down while the unemployment rate went up. In some places, the unemployment rate was as high as 25%. This deflation of wages and prices affected the economy in the United States greatly. Following the economy loss in the eastern part of the United States, the California Gold Rush started in 1848 and ended in 1855. This caused many people to become attracted to the Western world even more, and this is another reason why people wanted to move there. People wanted to move to California to seek wealth and live a better life. It makes sense as to why the people of the United States wanted to expand their horizons and move westward. The colonists were also running out of land and wanted more so they could grow more crops. The colonists started to move westward, claim land, and remove the Native Americans all at once. As for the Native Americans, they were being forced out of their homes and soon went on the Trail of Tears. The Trail of Tears was a very monumental thing that happened in this time period. It was a series of forced removals from the Native Americans' original homes. They were forced to move westward and out of their southeastern homes. People from the Cherokee, Chickasaw, and Choctaw tribes, among others, were removed from their homes. For example, around 4,000 of the Cherokee people alone died in the Trail of Tears. The California Gold Rush was not, however, the largest causes of the Civil War. However, it was one of the most important roles in dividing the country. The differences in North and South were the real reason why the Civil War happened. 
Slavery was also another important part in the division of the United States. The differences in the northern ways and the southern ways created tension, and some people agreed with slavery, while others created anti-slavery acts. These differences caused people to separate in what they thought was right and wrong, basically saying the Civil War was one person's word over another.